well, it finally has happened. Uh, the the deep state has breached my secure perimeter and infected me with the uh, the novel coronavirus. Uh, oh no! Wow. I have the I have the nineteenth coronavirus disease. Come as, on, as it's man. Known. Yeah. You know what's funny is like, how is this still the nineteenth? Like, hasn't it become like the thirty fourth? Like, when do they when do they say? You know what? Let's change yeah. it. Yeah. Right. I mean, they keep saying there's new variants of it, but they don't update the number, you know, and it's like, well, then what's the number for? They're taking the Windows approach instead of the Mac OS approach. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is <laughs> Windows 10 update 22H2. And it's like, well, just update the number, you know? Yeah. So it's, there's, there's plenty but, of numbers uh, to go, you know? Yeah. Nowadays, they just don't ever want to commit to changing anything is the problem. Yeah. I'm doing okay. It's basically just a bad head cold. Uh, yeah. uh, at this point, honestly, I'm I'm mostly just annoyed that I am like still this congested, like five days in. But yeah, that sucks. But at least you haven't had. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you haven't had one of those weird things where you start to feel better and you're like, oh, I'm I'm out of the woods, and then wah, because that's what a lot of people have had. Uh, yeah, and I hope that that does not happen to me. <laughs> find some wood to knock on yeah yeah just like the listener to uh, note that andrew is knocking on his head yeah <laughs> um it's a wood anyway. joke um you and me today we we both beheld the soccer game uh that just happened yeah the the fifa world cup i still can't believe that like they actually went through with hosting an entire world cup in qatar yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, today is as we record this. It's World Migrants Day, which yeah. is pretty on the nose. I um, can't. I just can't believe that like Qatar got away with that. But whatever. Uh, yeah, I. I just. I don't know what what good it'll do them. You know, it's like all these cities that fight for the Olympics, and then like it turns out that hosting the Olympics in your city like only really brings bad things to you. Yeah. You know what I mean. Right. So I, you I'm don't hoping really it's, recoup the cost. Yeah, I'm hoping it's the same thing. I, I mean, not but before everyone on Mastodon cancels me, not because I want normal people there to suffer, but I want the oh, nation. Oh no, I think that that's the case to suffer. Oh, yeah. you do, you do. You want everyone there. <laughs> it, you believe you believe in that that sort of old school. A nation is its people. It's a collective. Everything that happens kind of to thing, it, yeah. it is. Is punishment from God if they're if they're uh, unrighteous? Yeah, right. yeah. that's okay. correct. That, you know what? <laughs> Valid. We do not. <laughs> Speaking uh, of other things that are going on right now, uh, have you heard it's big boy season? Well, I just wanted to say on, oh. the, on the on the World Cup thing that it was a great game until it, it came to the very end of you know regular play and they had to do penalty kicks, and I just don't find penalty kicks that fun to watch and it also just seems like a kind of crappy way to end the game because it's like a you know it puts yeah. all the pressure on the goalkeeper i'm like this is not there should be a different way to sort this out like just let them keep I, playing i don't know sometimes i i like penalty kicks when my team wins but i hate them right. when they lose <laughs> it, i think they it, should just do like extra time but have it be sudden death like as soon as you score like that's it 
Yeah, but. yeah, that might that might actually make more sense to be. Or to be they honest. should just allow the World Cup final to end in a draw because that would be hilarious. Just like, uh, no award this year. Um. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> We're keeping the trophy here. <laughs> Today um, I feel a trophy. <laughs> Wait, I still got this. Uh... Today I have uh, very strong feelings. <laughs> I can mm. tell you that. I could tell that's, you that. Yeah, that's me most of the time. So, yeah. <laughs> I always have strong feelings. But you, people, you've got strong feelings. People the- regularly in my life t- say, like, sarcastically, tell me what you really think. And I'm always like, <laughs> so Do annoying. not tempt me. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm holding back. <laughs> if you uh, think this is the purest form of what I could be sharing, <laughs> give me a break. Yeah. Um, so it's big boy season. That's our, yeah. our next segment here. I've, I've I've had an interesting week online, Andrew. Have you now? Well, here's the thing is that you are, uh, I've learned quite active on TikTok. Uh, yeah. And I am not. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. it would be a shame if both of us were, to be honest, because that would just be a waste of human potential. That's but true. Yeah. I take, I take the, the bullet for us both. Um, <laughs> And be extremely <laughs> and we, online on the we Teenage you Dancing for your website. <laughs> <laughs> so on TikTok, a so like a couple weeks ago, the musical R and B artist SZA um, performed a little musical uh, comedy thing. You know they'll do like a music video sometimes with the musical guest, and this one was called Big Boy Season, Big Boys mm. or something like that. But basically, the conceit of it. Let me, let me. I mean, you know what? I can just play a bit of it. Can you, can you, can you hear this? I can. Yeah. Okay. So besides this being a tremendous bop, like mm-hmm. it's so like the the song is really good. Um and she's just released a new album with like 23 24 tracks. And wow, that's, this that's isn't quite a even, lot in this day and age. Yeah, this isn't even on it. And I and seriously every single Wait. Okay. song on that album is good it's like all bangers and then she's like oh yeah i'll just go do a joke song at snl and it's also a banger that could have been on the album <laughs> mm. um so i would like to say that um so it is 23 tracks on this album but the total yeah. length of the album is only 67 minutes so a lot of these are very short and i feel like that's <laughs> right that's a little bit of like padding going on well it's kind of the sweet spot though because sometimes you don't need a song to be so long like i think a lot of songs outstay their welcome like they're just doing too much like we get Mm. it and the song give me a new song you know Mm -hmm. that's 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 why i grew up listening to the remotes like i only need two minutes give it to me straight i'm done okay um so anyhow she did this this thing on snl and then the the people on tiktok um sort of glommed onto it and were like hey this is pretty cool um let's let's appreciate the big boys you know so it started out from what i could tell you know i'm i'm on the fat side of tiktok being a fat man myself mm-hmm. um i tend to see things about that and uh the first thing i saw was a bunch of videos of women showing celebrities that they thought were hot but that would not be considered like 
conventionally attractive or having a conventional body standard or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Not all of them fat, but most of them fat. Um and that was fun. And then what started happening is uh big big boys like me started seeing all this and we went, now wait a minute. <laughs> you mean I could be thirst trapping all along? I could what? So mm-hmm. like you know, a bunch of, of big boys started, you know, uh, doing videos to the song. I did one. It's it's doing quite well for me. It's doing the numbers, a.k.a. like 300 likes. <laughs> but right. like, you know, uh, it, yeah, anyhow, that so, so that it started to become like a, a really like positive, you know, uh, message. I think it was really good. But then what happened? Um, is a bunch of ex former fat people got a hold of this, um, oh dear. and and they started they started getting really upset that fat people were getting love and appreciation because here they spent all their time and money to unfat themselves, right? Mm. Like, and now it turns out like, oh no, like it don't don't normalize <laughs> this. Yeah, w- women women just don't like you because you're an asshole. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't have, doesn't it wasn't because you were fat like <laughs> um and and they're quite upset about that uh and it's really funny when men start telling women what they like is it's mm. just always a good move in my book so there was a lot of that going on and then um you know it's it's interesting because i learned something a couple years ago or maybe it was like last year i was reading a book um, and it talked about, uh, the myth that, that like fat people aren't desirable, that, that, uh, you know, nobody wants to, to date a fat person or have sex with a fat person. But when you actually look at like numbers and surveys and you kind of do, you you kind of like ask people, you know, you realize that like a third of Americans are overweight (laughs) Mm -hmm. according to BMI. Right. Um, that's like hundreds of millions of people. You tell me none of those people are are dating or in relationships or, you know what I mean? And there's actually some interesting studies on it. And there's this one study that finds that like, actually, uh, people who are overweight have more sex. Like they report having more sex that year than other people. So, so it's a kind of an interesting dynamic. The other this... folks are spending all their time in the gym <laughs> yeah. and then posting about posting about not being <laughs> posting soy. About not, yeah, exactly. They're all spending all their time at uh, Andrew Tain's Academy and uh, yeah. listening to Jordan Peterson audiobooks, which everyone mistakenly asks them, wait, they, they, hear, they overhear on their earpods and they're like, are you listening to Kermit the Frog on uh, reading audio? They're too busy being reply guys in every single tweet of Elon <laughs> Musk's and it's a full-time job. Just like dick riding Elon Musk is a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's that was interesting. And then what also started happening is then women came in and said, hey, this is a cool trend. I'm here for it. But also, where's this trend for us? Like, <laughs> it's it's yeah. far more societally acceptable to be a fat man than to be a fat woman. There's a lot more that goes along, a lot, like, a lot worse treatment, which is totally true. Um, you know, Kevin James has been in, like, 14 sitcoms with, like, a skinny wife. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's that's kind of how it is in our society. So there's been a lot of people on TikTok responding and talking about this. And then those same gym bros and then also uh, skinny women who are like live in just intense fear that they could become fat. So they hate fat people have are getting in the replies. And what happened, Andrew, is I happened to reply to one of those TikToks where a woman was okay. expressing like, hey, you know. This is kind of screwed up. Like I, I'm sick of skinny people coming into the comments of these videos and like giving giving people lectures. Like sit down. This is just like not your time, you know. And I left mm-hmm. a comment that was like, "Yeah, I get pretty upset about that too. Like I don't know what to do because I don't want to be a a man yelling at women on the internet, but it's pretty annoying. It it really is. Like you see probably the meanest, most like just jerkwad stuff." Uh, being thrown at women is from other women um and then some some like skinny chick started to try to like pick a fight with me like claiming that i was like (laughs) oh you want to put people in your place huh oh you think you want to argue with it so then i replied to that video i i did a video with and her comment. Said, welcome to the Fediverse. <laughs> I said, welcome to the Fediverse. That didn't go so no. I said <laughs> I, I said I said something that really got under her skin. Now, keep in mind, at this time, I didn't know the gender of this person. I just knew that they had said they were skinny and they were like mocking fat people. So they, then they said, Oh, you want to put people in their place, huh? And I replied and I said, Look, don't try to goad me into fulfilling your abuse kink, okay? I won't do it. <laughs> Mm. That really got under their skin. Oh, dear. And they thought that they were going to drum up all this sympathy by being, look at this. Look at this man talking to a woman like this. This is so gross. I don't want what makes you think I want you. But then like, Andrew, it felt like every fat woman on the Internet got behind me is like Mm. an army and just like started demolishing this person in the comments. Mm. So much that they've like kept deleting their comments and they kept making videos um to like try to respond to me but then the people would go over the army would just go over there and just demolish them then they just like take down their videos um so that's what i've been up to this week can i tell you what i also saw uh in this in this whole thing too was you know uh accounts of some women who were making videos you know singing to the song and whatever saying you know, I need a big boy or whatever. And then like the worst men would try to call them out in the comments and be like, but on Instagram, you only follow like muscular gym dudes or whatever. (laughs) It's like, what are you, the police? (laughs) The Instagram following police? That's so creepy too. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) it's like, oh, your actions speak louder than words. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. It really did bring out like the best and worst in people, um, yeah. which, you know, you know, welcome to the Fediverse, baby. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is just the Fediverse now. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, Aaron, can I interest you in a new job? I mean, <laughs> not if my employer is listening. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> I assume they're not. Um, I've got. I put the wrong link in here, but no, I, I would, I would imagine not. Um, 
so this is a perusal uh, through the the story of a company called Latch Bio. <laughs> you but know it it's begins... going to be a good be good when the website looks like this. Yeah, it be, <laughs> it's like it be, almost it a rich with, text file. <laughs> it begins with this link posted to an HTML page uh, with like no CSS at all. Uh uh-uh. Um. And it begins, a call for exceptional engineering in biology. If you are good with computers and math, it is likely you are working on social media feeds, one-click checkout forms, or platforms that move money around. This is unfortunate. Engineers previously had the opportunity to work on far more profound projects. They pieced together mainframe computers with vacuum tubes and used them to simulate atomic bombs. Others taught machines to talk to each other with wires and connect the world with the internet. Uh, then they talk about uh, next engineering project uh, will be basically like biology biotech stuff Uh, um, Mm -hmm. and so then you get to so you're like okay working on uh, you know biotech stuff they want must want like biological engineers or whatever and then you get to today latch bio is storing and processing experimental data for over 40 biotech companies so they're not even doing biotech they're just like (laughs) holding data (laughs) They're cloud storage. Essentially, yeah. Um, but they're looking for, as they say, prodigious engineers, real polymaths with a love for computers to join our engineering group shop in San Francisco. Um, and it says, wow. one of our beliefs is that the life sciences will be disrupted, disrupted by those with rigorous training in mathematics and computer science without a previous background in biology. <laughs> Does that sound like a good idea to you, Aaron? You know what? I'm 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 picturing a blonde lady in a black turtleneck for some reason. Why am I yeah. picturing that, Andrew? <laughs> I love I love this too that it's like, yeah, um you just need like some smart numbers people to come in and disrupt your whole thing. And it's like, no, that's not how any of this works. Um <laughs> But then they, then they get down to, okay, so like, you know, here's all the things we do. Oh, they do full stack web development, the thing they were criticizing earlier and database uh-huh. administration. Um, and it says the constraints. Uh, our team could not be more serious about our opportunity to build a generational platform for science. Uh, we work six days a week, Monday through Saturday. <laughs> we work strictly in person in Mission Bay, San Francisco. jeez. Oh, we want boots on the ground engineers who will be designing, writing, and reviewing code. Parentheses. No managers. Wait, how's that even gonna work? <laughs> well, we'll get into that. But uh, it says the environment we have created selects for people who want to dedicate their lives to their craft and be part of a project larger than themselves. We have interviewed two hundred people, many with wow. immaculate technical pedigrees and work experience, at quote the good companies unquote, and none have passed the bar. They're really abusing the thesaurus here. Uh, immaculate technical par- pedigrees, prodigious engineers. Nobody talks like this. <laughs> I also think that, like, obviously they're they're huffing their own farts tremendously with this yeah. thing. And, like, the you know, it's like, the, oh, we're so dedicated to this. We work six days a week. We've interviewed 200 people. None of them have passed the bar. And it's like, that sounds like that's a you problem at this yeah. point. And you should adjust your hiring, <laughs> you know, and whatnot. But, uh, you know, whatever. Um, I'm sure that for all of that, you know, uh, dedication to the craft and a project larger that, than yourself, that you, I'm sure you're, you're well compensated and you all, you all get equity, right? Because everyone's like on the same level. There's no managers. Yeah, so everyone, right. everyone gets the, I'm sure that's the, no. Um, 
<laughs> it's not anarcho-syndicalism so, they're trying so, to build. <laughs> no. So then I had to look into, okay, what is Latch Bio exactly? Go to their website. It's latch.bio. Um, basically, what it is is uh, like a spreadsheet for your data, more or less. It says, um, harmonize your to- wet and dry lab. Listen. Yeah. I've been doing that maybe three times a week. Some someone else theorized that basically exactly. So someone else theorized <laughs> that basically this this developed out of like in early days of COVID when uh you know some of the biotech labs were trying to send like gene sequences back and forth and Excel was parsing some of those things as dates that they were like yeah oh well we'll just make a product that doesn't do that yeah um like this is not. They're, they're not, you know, boiling the ocean here. This is some pretty bog standard, like, it, it's just like, oh, you can, uh, you know, listen, hey, easily integrate your organization's data sets. We support uh, integration with AWS S3. Uh, wow! Access your, access your terabytes of the data. Future. <laughs> visualize them and all of this stuff. So we it's per- just we, like... We give you a GUI for aws this is basically like a sharepoint or like a confluence except for like biotech data and like i'm sorry but that's not that innovative and it's certainly not worth working six days a week i could assume that same sounds like a valuable thing to have for the field but like come on like this is not changing the world buddy so then I do what I always do on these websites, which is I click on the company and about us tab. Um, mm-hmm. And then I scroll down to team. And I observe that all of the people here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, there's only 12 employees listed here. <laughs> Wait, why um, are they all wearing turtlenecks? I don't know. Why? Um, and this they, is so and they all look pretty young and indeed if you Uh click most of these folks if you click on their picture it takes you to their linkedin and i can tell you that like basically everyone on this page graduated from berkeley either this year or last year wow uh and so So this is like hey guys what if we didn't stop college what if we just transition college to a business (laughs) yeah my hope is that they grow up and sort of realize that this is silly but what i predict will happen is that uh you know the the tweets here which basically recapitulate the uh the the thing that i was reading earlier um are from a guy from the ceo a guy named kenny workman which is fr- frankly too on the nose um <laughs> but given the sorts of things that he who, tweets who he in seems... his picture here in the team pictures is wearing a black turtleneck with a gold chain and black ray-bans and he's pointing two finger point at yeah. at the camera like trying to be a badass but he's just being an ass yeah um so you know he, uh, what i think is gonna happen is that like in like five to ten years this guy is gonna um you know like make a blog post that's like oh i quit my job because i realized that that wasn't the real meaning behind life or something like that and it's all gonna you know unravel in the end but yeah, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be. quit. I'm gonna quit my corporate job to go live a more authentic life. Yeah, <laughs> I just think it's funny that the, that we are like apparently actively going backwards in terms of like working conditions back to the 1800s where we're Jeez. working six days a week. Seriously. Like, I'm sorry, 
like hundreds of of workers and unionists in the early 19th century did not do uh, you know all of their work and suffering for us to go back to working six days a week like grow up <laughs> truly grow up <laughs> truly couldn't be me it's not happening yeah anyway i mean speaking of cool workplaces uh how's things going over at twitter I'm so glad you asked. Well, so I thought the thing that we would be talking about this week would be uh, Elon Musk's failure to understand ADSB um, <laughs> in regards to his like banning people that uh, you know were posting the ADSB location of his plane, and he was yeah. calling it doxing and all of this stuff. And he's like, "Oh, you can only get it if you like. It's not publicly accessible, which is none of that is true." Um, so, but then, that's so. That's so. Yeah. The thing that's annoying is that he has all of these uh, dick riders like Jason Calacanis and whatnot who are smart enough to know that this is not true, but they are just being intellectually dishonest and saying like, yeah, no, you you have to be like hacking to get at that information and it's illegal. Oh gosh. You know? Really? They said that? Yes. Oh. Yeah. There are people telling like Elon that he needs to press charges or sue or whatever. Um, it's like that's I'm not gonna how, sue. I'm gonna sue Google for putting my street on a the, map. The this easy way to not have the location of your private jet uh, be, you know, publicly accessible is to simply not have a private jet. You know, yeah. like charter a jet or fly first class commercial. Like there are ways around this, but you know, this is. I guess the thing you know is that like uh, where we're at is that wealthy people, um. You know, wealthy people used to be annoyed if you called out their sort of, you know, flaunting of wealth. But now they think that you just shouldn't be allowed to do that. So yeah. that's yeah. where we're at now. It's like, well, no, you're not like, listen, I used to be annoyed that you criticized me. But now I'm just telling you that you're not allowed to criticize me. It's illegal. They really now. think they're the aristocracy. Like, that's what we're, we're really seeing, like the birth of a aristocratic class who thinks of themselves in those terms. You know, it's like well, it's and, wild to watch. And we have that now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that this happened an hour before the podcast and not an hour after the podcast today. Um, but Twitter support has uh, implemented a new policy. It says, we recognize that many of our users are active on other social media platforms. However, we will no longer allow free promotion of certain social media platforms on Twitter. Specifically, we will remove accounts created solely for the purpose of promoting other social platforms and content that contains links or usernames for the following platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, Truth Social, Tribal, Noster, and Post. So they're basically trying to do like, uh, you know, like a, like a, oh, like you can't, listen, uh, you need like an exit visa to get out of the country. You can't leave. <laughs> they're trying to, they're doing the Qatar model, dude. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're taking your passport. You can't leave now. <laughs> You're here. Sorry. It's, what do you mean I, other countries? You know, no, they don't. You can't talk about them. Get they're back they're to trying work. to erect their own like Berlin Wall and be like, oh, you know, you can't get out. Except that like, it's, that's not how any of this works. It's so funny because like, I, I haven't checked Twitter all week. I've just like, I, I, it's, I don't want to be there anymore. Like, it's not like a, for me, it's not really like a, like a political or moral decision or based on fear of what's going to happen to me or anything it's just like i want to be there like it sucks <laughs> yeah 
I will say one thing I've noticed, you know, so so I use Tweetbot as my Twitter app, mm-hmm. which shows the non-algorithmic timeline, and it shows you like the number of tweets that you have to read. And typically, yeah. whenever I open Tweetbot, that's like between like uh, three hundred and four hundred tweets, like you know, mm-hmm. at the end of a workday. Um, and I've noticed lately that that number of tweets that I need to read has been dropping precipitously. Uh, so yes. like, pl- as much as Elon likes to say, like, oh, uh, engagement or whatever is super high or what, like, the platform is dying. People are leaving because it sucks now. I mean, I like, only go there over maybe the past two, three weeks. The only time I've gone on Twitter uh, has been if I have like a notification. So I have like notifications on for like replies or DMs. Um, and it's just always for DMs that are spam DMs now. Like I'm getting tons of those. So like, yeah, maybe you're having like engagement, you're having things happen, but it's just like a bunch of spam. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it seems basically, it seems like all of the non core functionality of Twitter is, is starting to fall down. Um, yeah. So. (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't know. It sucks. The good thing is this is a podcast, so I can tell you to you know go follow us on co-host and uh, yeah. Mastodon. We have a the on co-host. We have a co-host account for the show as well. Um, yeah, I haven't made one on Mastodon, but probably will at some point. Uh, it's hard to figure out what server to do it on. Yeah, for exactly. Mastodon. <laughs> Should we spin spin up a good stuff server for? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I don't want that responsibility. No, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> there needs to be like a podcast server that's just for mm-hmm. podcasts. Yeah, well, it might be. Um, what's what's yeah. interesting about this though is that like I don't see how you could enforce this at scale because like are you just gonna run a regex on everyone to see if their bio contains like mastodon dot social it but like that the, there are so many mastodon uh servers that you can't possibly catch them all i mean it's probably just looking for all, anything like, with two at signs you know what i mean yeah i just <laughs> like think a that, string like, with two at signs they're only gonna be able to like make examples of big accounts for this really and it's mm. not gonna i don't know i don't well, I, don't I mean think speaking it's gonna... of i don't know if you have this in the notes later but like speaking of speaking of making a uh you know punishing the bigger accounts like they they freaking uh oh why why did her name just go out of my head uh taylor lorenz yeah they just banned taylor lorenz last night for like nothing (laughs) yeah and then they brought her back because it was like obviously stupid uh and yeah but the you know uh that kind of capricious stuff is going to escalate well, someone sure. was asking, and Elon like replied and was like, "Oh, she was banned for like previous doxing offenses." It's like you can do better at making up some random nonsense than that, you know? Like, <laughs> come on, they're not. He's I not love really that- even putting in the effort anymore. I, I think it's becoming clear that basically what happened is that like this is the guy at the playground who would like push other people and like generally be annoying and so no one liked him because he was mean and now yeah. he's like bought the playground and everyone's like okay well i'm just gonna leave that I yeah guess. he's like well wait you can't leave now you know <laughs> like then i'll have no one like then what would be the point of me buying the playground to boss you all it's around? just amazing like, that like this is what having an emerald mine will do to an mf like like you are so insulated from criticism your whole life 
that you are so high on your own supply that you can't even comprehend why no one would want to hear your stupid boomer ass jokes. It's yeah. I mean, he got, he got founded. Dave Chappelle gross had him on stage. (laughs) Yeah. uh, also gross and he got booed there by like admittedly normal people the kind of people who go to a dave Chappelle concert are probably right, like, not these aren't like people predisposed tr- to hate him these yeah, are they're, people they're, predisposed folks, to probably accept his bullshit because they're right, going to folks, a dave Chappelle show now folks who go to a dave now Chappelle concert probably are not terminally online but he showed up and like they correctly intuit that he's just kind of a rich asshole uh like and so like why would they like him <laughs> And like, they booed him for like 10 minutes. That's what's awesome about it. Is it just the, kept happening? <laughs> the only fans that he has left are like his VC buddies, like Jason Calacanis or whatever, um, who, who what fun- are, are in there for like their own gain, basically. Can you they imagine the party with those guys? Can you imagine Worst going to a hang with Jason night- Calacanis and Elon Musk? <laughs> nightmare blunt rotation, I tell you what. Uh, <laughs> but so um, bad. Uh, the, the other people you know are like his fanboys who just sort of i guess imagine that they could someday be like elon musk you know it's like a temporarily embarrassed millionaire kind of mindset <laughs> yeah which is really just Boy. i wish that that was less of an issue in america but it it's, it's still so much of a problem it really is but i'm kind of starting to wonder like it seems to me that the tide has turned and i think Maybe a lot of that stuff, it looks to me like it's just like bots or a bunch well, of people I, with like multiple fake accounts or something like it's it's starting to become hard to think that this represents a that that it's it's not it doesn't correlate with the number of people I see who hate Elon Musk. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I think we can say that the tide is definitely turning because, uh, you know, John Goober uh an idiot who i hate uh you know, i the hate dumb, so the God. dumb apple guy even he was like he was he was literally like i'm starting to think that elon is is maybe not you know all he's cracked up to be basically <laughs> and at one point he literally said like uh you know um i guess i was late to the to the whole thing i saw that of elon musk <laughs> which is funny because then cable sasser was like how did you miss and list listed you know like uh, you know, like the self-driving cars crashing into things all the time and like all of the other things. It's like you just glossed over those things or what? Um, but yeah, but clearly it's affecting folks who would, uh, I guess, otherwise be disinclined. I'm starting to think attention. we might need to kick all of Gen X off the internet, but it is, even... It is, Except for those yeah. who listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. No, I think, you know, it's one of those things where there are particularly egregious uh, examples of that generation. And boy, are they obnoxious. Uh, Just so disconnected. Like, oh, everything. It's like the works fine for me generation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I, I, I just, just thought I, it was funny because I did, you know, so, uh, I mean, er, I used earlier, to follow John Gruber. I used to read his stupid blog every day. Like I, I would listen to his dumb podcast, like, but there was like at a point where like reality or like history, the, the events in the world started to like 
changed and bad things were happening that like sort of contradicted his worldview. He never adjusted. That's the thing. These people get so ossified in the way they think about the world and that and it and like then it's like all of a sudden like, well, okay, never mind. This person's an idiot. I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't realize it until now, but um thankfully, you know, they just keep showing their asses and I keep yeah. moving along. <laughs> well, I just thought it was funny because I, I did last week when, when Elon Musk said, uh, my plane is not actually trackable without using non-public data. And I quote tweeted that and put extremely loud incorrect buzzer because that's the <laughs> meme of the moment. Yeah. Um, and I got a lot of engagement on that tweet, but I did get a reply, which actually I didn't see because it got filtered in the like, uh, you know, like offensive replies or whatever. There's yeah. just some account who was like going and replying to basically everyone, including me, who like commented on that, linking to like another tweet that's like, no, here's proof that like you'd actually have to be like doing like some sort of you know, like illegal subterfuge or whatever to get at this information. And uh, the hope that person's entire account was just basically being a reply guy to other people in Elon's defense. And I just, you know, I wish that I could believe that I could DM that person and be like, you need to find something more fulfilling in your life than what you're doing. Cause it's, like, this is a waste of your time. It's and that, so that pathetic that impact, it's but, hard yeah. for me to believe that they're doing it for free. It's hard for me to believe that they're anything other than someone who's being paid like peanuts living in like Kenya or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it, just like, this it's just can't like, be really, real this person. is how you're spending your time. Like you are tweeting yeah. all the time and you're just tweeting at people like, uh, you know, like basically literally copying and pasting the exact same tweet. Oh yeah. To multiple yeah. accounts. It's like, it's like, is this, do you enjoy this? Like this is, I just, just seems get a like life, man. I don't like, please don't go know. outside. Yeah. It's really, it's really hard for me to be, it's, it's, it's a strange place to be in where I'm telling other people to touch grass because like, yeah, I've been the one that everyone tells to touch grass, but man. Yeah. I, I resist touching grass like strongly. So <laughs> yeah, I resist touching grass. I try to smoke it. Listen, I'm a, I'm allergic to grass. <laughs> uh, speaking oh, of Elon speaking Musk. Of, uh, yeah. This one came out. This is uh, in the the New York Times. Oh, great! It's uh, now it's telling me I've reached my limit of free articles. Um, uh, this is uh, Elon Musk, comma management guru question mark. And of course, uh, with the law of <laughs> nope. headlines, we have to of course say no. It's a, um, but uh, basically, uh, no. <laughs> this is basically about how Elon Musk has become an example for the worst bosses imaginable. Um, mm -hmm. says, you know, here, many of Mr. Musk's elite fans adhere to a more straightforward business school kind of bossism. They admire him for ruling Twitter with an iron fist and making the kinds of moves that tech ex executives have resisted for fear of alien alienating workers, cutting jobs, stripping away perks, punishing internal dissenters, resisting diversity and inclusion efforts, and forcing employees back to the office. These bossists believe that for the past decade or so, a booming tech industry and a talent shortage forced many CEOs to make unreasonable concessions. They spoiled workers with perks like lavish meals and kombucha on tap. They agreed to use workplace chat apps like Slack, which flattened office hierarchies and gave junior workers a way to directly challenge leadership. They bent over backward to give into worker demands, DEI workshops, flexible remote work policies, company wellness days to keep them happy and prevent them from jumping ship to a competitor. Then I'm going to stop you real, real quick. Oh, God. From, from the way they're writing this, it's like they're describing Silicon Valley as like a utopia, 
which yeah. is like <laughs> totally not <laughs> right i would note that like you're expected to put in ridiculous hours in return yeah. for these kinds of perks uh yeah you yeah. basically have no life other than this right then Elon Musk showed up at Twitter and refused to do any of that. Instead of trying to ingratiate himself with Twitter's workers, Mr. Musk fired many of them and dared the rest to quit, forcing them to attest that they were, quote, extremely hardcore if they wanted to keep their jobs. He had done some of this before at his other companies, but at Twitter, he did it all out in the open, using his Twitter account as a cudgel to keep workers in line. For many people, Mr. Musk's move seemed like a case study in how not to manage a company. But for some Silicon Valley elites, they were a lightning bolt, a long-awaited answer to the question, what if we just treated workers worse? So that's great. I'm glad that who lots wrote, of people are learning this? these lessons. <laughs> uh, Kevin Roos, I believe. What? What? pus-filled postule on elon musk's ass did this <laughs> organism emanate from see yeah. now i could imagine becoming a reply guy keeping this guy's name and every time he writes something commenting on it hey remember when you said this when it, twitter inevitably fails <laughs> yeah well it's okay because he uh like who's to I say if all of this is bad a, yeah. I don't know, maybe everyone leaving Twitter and not caring yeah. about it and thinking it's stupid. Nobody wanting to work there. Maybe them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's bad. Um I think that um, you know, uh, it's, it's really it's a bad, bad lesson to draw to 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 derive from this, you know. Well, so, you know, yeah. a lot of what's going on um right now in the world has exposed to me that there are just a lot of people whose the only thing that gives life meaning to them is hierarchies. Like, yeah, they cannot imagine a world without them. They cannot imagine any other system whereby you would measure the value of people or, or just not even need to measure the value of people. Like to them, like that's everything. And it's like taking away, it's like taking away the Nintendo from like a, addicted like seven-year-old you know what i mean it's it, they're throwing tantrums they can't deal with it. It, it, it but it's like you're 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 basing your whole life off of something that punishes you as a human being that's so anti-human like they don't realize that the, the 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 thing that would make you happiest is to just let go of this idea that you need to rank everybody you really yeah, don't <laughs> it's it's the worst kind of like sore winner authoritarianism where it's like yeah you know like you got everything you want like in the case of elon like you bought the website like what but that's not enough what he what he wanted to do was to get people to like him and that's not they a thing all, you can buy yeah so yeah they want fealty so you, and they want love and adoration and you cannot buy those things like and, and that's what's co so consternating to them. And they and they and they they don't realize it, it would be such an easy realization to have if you were like introspective for even a moment. But they they like fight that tooth and nail because they know it would, uh, you know, change your whole thing. But if you were like introspective and thought like, you know, um, maybe maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe maybe if I give up all of this stuff. Like I'm running a machine that eats everybody and everyone in the village is upset that my machine's eating everybody. But if I turn off the machine that eats everybody, then what am I? I, I think you know, it's also, like <laughs> you know, like the fact is that Elon like didn't want to buy Twitter. Like he tried to get out of the deal. And now that he had to buy it, he's acting like 
you know, like it was he his actually choice. wanted to do all this all along. And it's like, my dude, you could totally just like hand it off to someone and not have to deal with any of this. Right. Like, I don't know, but that, you know, he's like, well, uh, you know, if I have to suffer, then so does everyone else basically. So anyway, yeah, I think it's uh, I, bad. Probably, uh, probably live update here from, from Twitter. Uh, link tree is currently a trending topic. <laughs> Are they going to block Linktree now? Yeah, well, that's one of the things they said they'd block. Yeah. So I imagine quite a lot of people are getting it out there. So that's a huge problem um, because that's how like a lot of people, particularly like sex workers. Um, well, that and like make every their money. influencer ever like yeah, links their Linktree yeah. because they, they necessarily does... are on all of these platforms. And Twitter was basically yeah. like, we were going to like ban you for that now. It's like, okay, so good luck like, with that. Decrease the value of being on Twitter a ton because you can't yeah. siphon anybody else off anywhere else. It's like, I don't know, man. It's, this and, is wild. It's, it's, I mean, it's funny, I guess. Ed, Ed Zitrin <laughs> says, uh, Elon Musk has sustained enough damage that he has entered his much deadlier phase two. He no longer has any ads, but his attacks can one hit you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you... You, you, uh, you, you know, you got him down to like the half point of his hit point gauge. And so now his attacks change and they're stronger and he's, he's, he's moving around more quickly. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's leave Elon behind. Yeah. I'm interested to see how this all shakes out. Yeah. But you know what? While it's still there, we can still suck we a little, s- little of the juice <laughs> Little Siphon remaining it off juice for our own uses. Yeah. Um, this so we've got our this for is, sure man vertical. Yeah. And this first one, this is great. This is from someone who is, uh, uh, I guess, ran for the uh, Parliament of Canada under the People's Party of Canada. Are you familiar with that that operation? It's basically no. like it's basically like the Trump people of Canada sort of decided oh, okay. that the Conservative Party wasn't enough for them, so they made their own party, and then yeah. they all basically lost. Now, why is her name trademarked? <laughs> That's such a great question. I do not know. Um, yeah, but this is Liz Churchill. He says, you can't make this up. Inside these vaccines are RNA-modifying nanotechnology that connects your body to 5G, parentheses, pentagram, <laughs> which receives signals from CERN 666 and said, quote, supercomputer, unquote, that powers CERN is called, quote, the beast. CERN is located on the former temple of Apollo. And that's just, you know, I haven't seen a tweet like that deranged in a little while. What so. is wrong with you people? <laughs> That's, There's a reply what? here that says, please back that up with a news source. I am interested in knowing more. <laughs> <laughs> of course, other people make the obvious comment, which is like, apparently you can make that stuff up as you just <laughs> did that. So, yeah. Wow. That's like that. This and is, that's containing all of the things like. This yeah, person, that's like, like a grand unified theory. Grand unified theory of QAnon, basically. Wow. Yeah. Um, Thank you for bringing this to my attention. I almost want they, to print this up and just carry it around they, with me. This person and and like the people in their orbit seem to believe that like thousands of people are dying every day from having taken the vaccine. What's uh, crazy is I can't imagine like you're Canadian, your heritage, your your birthright is to not have to be this upset about anything. Do you know what I mean? Like. You you just like hang out up there in the cold, drink your maple syrup. Yeah, like, 
be happy. Like you don't need like you're you're generally a calm and polite people. Well, and Why? this person is also like very obsessed with like Dr. Fauci or whatever. It's like it's not even a doctor in your country. <laughs> not even your like, country. What? <laughs> Has no impact on what you do at all. And obsessed with like Bill Gates and and voting. Uh, like you got a picture of Bill Gates that says, "Show me one ballot that has the name of this genocidal monster." It's like, well, okay. First of all, which country? Uh, which country's ballots are we talking about? What here? are wait? What are we supposed to be voting on? Vo- whether he can exist or not? Yeah, I don't know. This is truly <laughs> the truly the rantings of someone whose brain is absolutely fried. Annoying questions. These people are just out of their minds. Yeah. Um. This is I like, you've got like something... you literally cannot help this person. <laughs> so next we have. So this was a tweet from Darren Ravel. It's just you know truly hard seltzer sales down twenty two point three percent in November twenty twenty two compared to twenty twenty one. Bud Light seltzer sales down twenty three and a half percent in the same period. Busy hard seltzer sales down 23% over the same period. And so you think like, oh, okay, that's interesting. It seems like the hard seltzer like fad is over or whatever. Mm. Um, but you would be wrong. Actually, at beaten the bookie replies and says, people have got less money now under this current administration. Inflation has a chokehold and layoffs are happening. Biden's recession. Um, so it's actually so it's Biden's slapping fault an that, I I did that sticker next to the case of uh, <laughs> truly the, at the grocery yeah, store. I'm going I'm going down the beer aisle at Kroger and I'm slapping I did that stickers on all of the cases. <laughs> we decided we were going to change the world, and we uh, did. <laughs> I think well, maybe I mean it could. Let's be I honest. Think, like it could could be partly the recession, but it could also be partly that people are realizing that this stuff sucks. Like. I yeah, don't the, the quite fact understand that, like, the appeal. Hard seltzer, like, actually, honestly, kind of tastes worse than just like having a light beer, and they're yeah. probably more expensive or than just light freaking beer a too. mixed drink. Like, throw vodka into something that tastes good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right? I, <laughs> yeah. Well, this it, it was kind of a could, trendy thing. I think you could maybe do something, and you could say like, "Oh, Biden is making, um, you know." uh hard seltzer like less attractive because it's a healthier alternative than than light beer but they want to force you to drink light beer so that you'll become you know unhealthy or whatever like it's a <laughs> conspiracy of some sort yeah to make yeah. you unhealthy well, and then that connects you to the to the 5g parentheses pentagram a pentagram yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> the 5g having to do with the pentagram is just like the funniest thing i can imagine <laughs> yeah it's it's real like you know baby like pattern recognition you know i'm picturing like one of those like baphomet pentagram things like but like on each corner of the star it's just got a g see i'm I'm imagining that photo of the monkey with its brain like in, you know, like, like brought out. And then it says like Uh, activation of neuron, you know, it's like, oh, I've detected a pattern. (laughs) Man. Um, Next is uh, this one from the New York Times just last week. News analysis. Elon Musk has tweeted about political topics regularly since taking over Twitter, often belittling some liberal causes. But what he stands for remains largely unclear. And then like a day Um, later, he tweeted, my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. And then he tweeted something about the woke mind virus needing to be, uh, you know, defeated or whatever. And so I feel like it's not really that. It's it's not unclear. It's only unclear if you're being like intellectually dishonest. So yeah, if you're like purposefully obtuse so that you can remain working at the New York Times. 
Yeah, if you're <laughs> deliberately trying to muddy the waters, uh, it might you might have reason to say that it's largely unclear. Um, yeah. Speaking of unthings, um, yeah. this one's, I think this is vaguely in your neck of the woods, sort of. Certainly it's in Beach. Southern California, Huntington Beach, California. Yeah. Um, Been there many a, sign a time. Here. Can, you, can you read this sign for us? I'm, I'm pulling it up. Um, pr- so, so there's a title of the sign. Proof of being un-woke <laughs> required for entry, exclamation mark. If you identify as quote-unquote woke, your support of the tiny tyrants and their left-wing, anti-family, anti-Judeo-Christian, anti-American agenda makes you an enemy of our traditional values, culture, and religious beliefs, so you are not allowed entry. Be warned, we will honor our founding fathers, military heroes, and all patriots who have risked and sacrificed everything to preserve and defend what has made America great by proudly pledging to fight anyone who wages war on the principles we believe in. Sincerely, Basilico's Pasta e Vino. (laughs) (laughs) I just... uh... Like so what these sort of guys, proof? These guys you... love Italy from a very specific period in the 30s and 40s. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> our great American values. Uh, come down and eat some cacio e pepe. Um, what, I, what is unclear to me is like, what sort of proof would need to be presented? I guess. Like, are they going to stop you at the door and say, "Do you identify as woke"? Because, like, obviously you could just say no, right? And then what are they going to do? So, doesn't seem you well thought in, out. You come in wearing, like, a freaking, like, a pride flag all draped across your shoulders. You got, like, a Black Lives Matter shirt on. And they're like, are you woke? And you're like, absolutely not. I yeah. hate woke. Okay, come on in. When you're here, you're familia. Apparently, and previously, they required proof of being unvaccinated. So, you know, interesting. Wow, that's that's some weird. That's I I feel like their food is probably not very good. Oh no, uh, it's gonna no. There's no way it because can be good. because they seem to just be like trying to post on Instagram and whatnot for clout. <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe just Huntington to like. Why don't you just salt that pasta and shut up? Huntington Beach is like a mecca for Nazis, too. That's something that you got to understand. If you're not from California, Southern California, you probably aren't aware that, like, there is, like, a very strong enclave of Nazis in Huntington Beach. Um, Uh, Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's super Nazi. Like, um, it's, it's because it's, like, super white. Um. And it's in Orange County, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. Like there's been, there's been things where like I was going to go to the beach and I didn't because there was like a skinhead rally, Mm. (laughs) like, which is hilarious that that's something that I should have to worry about in this, (laughs) this day and age. But yeah, it's a bad place. Uh, Stay away from there if you don't like Nazis. Yep. Next, we've got uh, a tweet. I'm 30 years old, and I run a $200 million portfolio of businesses. This is my daily routine. So this is one of those like LinkedIn-style tweet threads where they're like, you know, here's how I get it all done in a day. But if you look closely at this schedule, 
that this person has posted, you will notice that there are only two events labeled block content slash work. Uh, and they're both like no more than two hours long. Yeah. One on Tuesday and one on Friday. And what I love about is that the one on Tuesday, you have block content slash work, 915 to 1130 AM. And then immediately after that, you have nail and petty at Vegas bar with Chloe. <laughs> I do work for two hours, then I have to go get a pedicure immediately afterwards. And then the rest is just all these meetings, one-on-one. It's all meetings, meetings. It's dinner meetings, cleaner here, dinner reservations. Like none of this is actual work except for like the two hours, two days a week that you have. This is the for thing that will work. always make me unemployable in a way that like it, 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 as soon as I started working and I realized that like, Almost all of working in America is figuring out the appearance of being busy. Yeah. So like, you just schedule a bunch of meetings, but I unrelated can tell you that, like, to actually accomplishing or doing anything. Yeah. And like, like, I can't do that. That's like, my brain cannot, I, like, I couldn't live with myself. I would throw myself off a bridge if I had to do that for like a week. I just can't. Mm. So I, I, I opt yeah. out. I just, no, I will never be successful because I will never be like that. <laughs> yeah. This is just, you know, it's just not, it's like, oh, uh, meeting, 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 weekly meeting, weekly meeting, <laughs> weekly meeting, weekly meeting, weekly one-on-one. Record one, YouTube one-on-one. videos. Chat, record YouTube video, filming. Yeah. Uh, f- workout video. <laughs> Vendor meetings, the, AKA have a vendor suck me off like what i I like too is that uh you know this person being the boss means that they can go to the gym from 9 to 10 30 and they can get a pedicure in the middle of the day and that's like totally fine like try doing that if you're one of the you know underlings right i'm sure that would go over well so well they've earned it because they're better than everybody else right it's like no i don't think that your daily routine is actually i love their follow-up tweets let's address the elephant in the room this isn't going to be another one of those woke hoorah threads i don't journal ice bath or use red light therapy i'm not saying those things don't work i just prefer taking actions Yeah, and this that's like, I don't see that you take so action at any point. Uh, Fuck this person's <laughs> I wake up at 4 I'm, or 5 a.m. I can picture in my mind is a large volcano spewing all yeah. sorts of lava. That's all I can picture when I see this. they say i wake up at four or five a.m from there i don't check email or social media but then they definitely have on their on their calendar they have on tuesdays email slash five by five slash asana from five to six thirty so it's like you clearly do wake like it's on your schedule so also how can you get by with only checking your asana like once a week yeah. Like, well, what? Because you don't, because because you're <laughs> you not actually important to, to the running of the company. Because you don't have any <laughs> tasks. <laughs> you don't have any like actual fundamental actions you're taking. You're just vibing and being at meetings all day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just next we've thinking got, of volcanoes. Um, this is a uh, world. Cup this is comments. for me. Uh, <laughs> This is I don't know the 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 worst account on Twitter is now on Mastodon oh, which God. is which is the verified account of God. Oh good lord. 
And after Argentina's win this morning, they tweeted musical notes. No need to cry, Argentina. You just won the hashtag World Cup. Congratulations on your victory. Argentina. That's not how the song goes. So they like completely lost right. the thread. There's yeah. like an, a, a floating big musical note emoji in there randomly. It, it's just like one of the one of the worst posts I've ever seen from, yeah, this from is, God. If this doesn't make you atheist, I don't know what will. <laughs> this is frankly content that we did not need to bring over from Twitter onto Mastodon. <laughs> Please leave it there. We don't need yeah. your account where you pretend to be God and you like, you know, like try and dunk on people or whatever <laughs> like that's again like same with the the workman guy from before like please go outside and get a life like come on yeah <laughs> just um, like i don't know what to tell like like this is, people i don't know who's worse the people who run these accounts or the people who love these accounts do you know what i mean like i should go yeah. and look at everyone who's replying positively to this and block them like they yeah. need to be added to a list <laughs> Yeah. Um, next, we've got uh, one of my favorites, P. Mark A., uh, Mark Andreessen. Um, and what he's addressing here is um, folks who, who work in the AI space or particular VCs like Mark Andreessen have decided that discussions about like the biases of artificial intelligence systems and how they're trained and things like that, um, that that's actually not a valid thing to discuss. And that's actually a form of censorship. So worrying about whether an algorithm will, you know, like, you know, exhibit AKA like, asking the snake oil salesman for what the ingredients are to his snake oil is 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 illegal. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you have all these valid concerns about these AI algorithms because they're trained by humans right on human right. data. So they're using going human exhibit, data sets. <laughs> they're, they're going to exhibit human biases. And so there are lots of people who said we need to, you know, be careful of this kind of thing. And Mark said Mark instead says the level of censorship pressure that's coming for AI and the resulting backlash will define the next century of civilization. Search and social media where the opening skirmishes. This is the big one. World War Orwell. Uh, and again, Mark. What does just that needs even to, mean? Mark just needs to again. He just needs to go outside. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's, what does World World War Orwell mean? <laughs> I don't know. And uh, frankly, Just, I don't think we have to worry because Mark Andreessen has not been right about anything in like 20 years. It's just making my so, brain like... E, 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 E. Yeah, it's uh, not great. So... Uh, and but finally, to finish it out, we have uh, some some selected quotations from our current Secretary of Education. Um, mm. First, he says, "Every student should have access to an education that aligns with industry demands and involves to meet the demands of tomorrow's global workforce." Um, and at first, when I first read this, I honestly thought that I was reading something from like the Tories in the UK because this is yeah. exactly their kind of stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, instead, we're uh, school is to get you a job now. Uh, yeah, it's got for sure. Got a lot involved sure, to meet the demands of tomorrow's global workforce. Um, and then the next day, he tweeted, "Teaching isn't a job you hold; it's an extension of your life's purpose." Uh, and so, I would just like to go throw now live to every teacher for comment on that. <laughs> so your life's purpose is to create workers. <laughs> your life's to, purpose. It's yeah. 
to shore uh, up the global workforce of tomorrow. Teaching teaching isn't a job you hold, you know, and then like, you know, uh, the read between the lines of that is like, please stop asking for more money. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you should just do this again. You should do this because it's part of your greater purpose in life or whatever. You want to change the world. A teacher should be essentially like a, like a monk or a priest or something, you know, like, or a nun, like you just do it out of the goodness of your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we work six <laughs> days a week, uh, you know, so, uh, it's, it, uh, it really is crazy how people think about this in education. Like administrators think this way and there's even like teachers who think this way. Um, you'll always notice that it's never like people who've taught a long time. Right. It's like, right. yeah, you know, new teachers who, who have some sort of like, overly idealistic idea about what they're doing um and don't have much sense like and and it's and it's like people buy it up and it just like allows them to abuse people who work in education so much it's 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 really bad it's you know like yeah teaching is a noble profession in the same vein as like medicine or whatever but like it's still one that obviously needs to be fairly compensated uh which it currently and isn't n- yeah and it's not like teachers are getting anywhere near the compensation like doctors are, are you know like right it, it, yeah it's so underpaid it's so Can you imagine how good our education system would be if we paid teachers as much as we currently pay doctors i, I yeah i mean <laughs> and the thing is too like our our public edu- our education system is actually not that bad when you compare it to the rest of the world. There's this like idea that we're just terrible and we're in the dark ages, but like it's 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 small differences. It's not it's not like that much. So like <laughs> basically like teaching is like about connecting with your students and inspiring them to learn. You're not you're not casting magical spells to force knowledge into their heads. You're not like it, it. It's really kind of simple when you think about it. And the curriculum is fairly basic what people need to learn. But we just like overcomplicate it. And then we just like wring every last little drop we can out of teachers and school staffs. Mm-hmm. Like teachers do not work eight hours a day. Teachers work like 24 seven, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I love that people, uh, you know, they always ask like, well, why do teachers get the summer off? You know? (laughs) And it's like, have you ever worked with children? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like you mean the people that do the job you're unwilling to do by taking care of your children all day? Yeah. Don't deserve a vacation. You mean the people who are not not just like providing childcare, but like also trying to actively educate your children, like not See, not merely like, watching them. It comes back to that whole hierarchy thing. Like you have to like put teachers in their place because you're superior to them in order to feel like a good like it's just this weird need to police other people and control them. Like kill the cop inside your head. Just like just like well, this is give this it up. Is all- this this has all come to a head lately because thanks to the pandemic, workers were finally able to exercise some power lately. Um, yeah. And now you've seen how like the Federal Reserve has responded to that by increasing interest rates to make everything tight. And now 
there's all kinds of layoffs and whatever. They're basically disciplining labor for getting too, you know, big for their britches. It's like, hey, wait a minute, you know? Yeah. You can't be, listen. It really makes me worried for what it's going to be like in the coming couple years. Like, it, 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 I keep, you know, the question I keep bringing up and I keep asking is like, when is it going to be too much? Like, when are people finally going to just like realize that, we're fighting a losing battle if we're fighting in this arena that like they have built for us. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I used to feel like I could say like, Oh, like that'll happen like soon enough. Like it's just around the corner or whatever. But like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anymore. I can't, I don't know <laughs> if it'll happen. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it's like we Which, said, whatever many episodes ago where it's like, it feels like we're on the precipice of something, but I don't know what, <laughs> Yeah. You know, it could just yeah. as easily go either way. It's a hinge point. <laughs> we we find ourselves at the beginning of a quick time event. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I hate that I'm going to have to ban you for mentioning another podcast. Um, oh, that's well, see, actually, we have a um, we actually have a policy now on our show that we can't oh, mention that, any did, other is that podcasts. Something that Kyle hinge and points Chris put into place while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, listen to the podcast, uh, this would have been funny if I had prepared the beep sound ahead of time. <laughs> listen, listen to the podcast. There you go. There you go. You got there. All right. Wow. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made But I'm working to be better day by day And I think I'm gonna make it But for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing